0: that I I want to uh, just tell you quickly, and and that is that I'm not coming up here to give you any more news forecast, but what I'm going to ask of you or invite you to do is something that the Lord, and I mentioned this yesterday with Angie, and I've mentioned it this morning at the 915 prayer, but I was looking over another study yesterday, excuse me, by... It's on a website called uh, BIS.org, which stands for Bank for International Settlements. And what that is, it's, uh, I'm holding, some of you are familiar with the term of working papers, and this is kind of like a huge clearinghouse. Uh, all of the banks in the world are know about this. They use the resources. And, and I was reading over this because what I shared at nine fifteen is is part of what I'm trying to get to quickly but the pandemic and I've told you this the pandemic and all the things that you know of that are attached to it are um it, it's just really small in comparison to the whole scope of everything that's going on and I I, I was reading, I haven't read, it's 31 pages, and if I'm going to read 31 pages or something, it's going to be the Bible, so I, I just skimmed over some of the uh, uh, the graphs and the charts and the thing they're talking about. Now, they're not talking about anything, no conspiracy theory or something, but I, I wanted just something that just got a hold of me, and a hold of me, and just and I want to just read a part of it, and I'll explain to you. It just simply says I'm over on page 8 of these working papers in this uh, this article, says, moreover, it is notable that uh, Stablecon, market capitalism, has more than doubled since the start of COVID-19 pandemic. In the same period, there's been a large rise in digital payments, more generally, and in related services such as e-commerce, and drop on down to the middle paragraph, it just simply says, in parallel to the growth in market capitalism, a stock measure, the use of stablecoins has increased, as seen in more transaction in stablecoins on the Bitcoin blockchain, a flow measure that's speaking of. In fact, total transfer volume in Tether reached USA 1.6 billion in July of this year, while on chain transfer in uh, DAI and USD coin peaked at USD 400 to 500 million. And there's a graph here to show that as a live uh, coin, Tether continues to see high internet uh, search interest uh, interest from the general public, even as search interest in Facebook uh, Libra or Libra, and it's really Libra 2.0. That's not in the article right here. Has recently ebbed, and it shows a graph. And so uh, this is 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 literally. Just talking about, I I do want to share one more part of the case study because this actually speaks of Facebook as uh, Libra 2.0. Probably not a half a dozen people have any clue what I'm saying right now, but just give me a second. It says, while the potential attractiveness of stable coins for specific use cases in DLT systems is clear, no cryptocurrency or stablecoin has emerged as a real competitor or alternative to major sovereign uh, uh, fiat currencies. From a regulatory standpoint, standpoint, there have been clear regulatory and supervisory issues, in particular around market, market integrity, anti-money laundering slash combating the, financial, the financing of terrorism, uh, and consumer and investor protection. So far, the concerns around financial or uh, monetary stability have been limited in most jurisdictions. Now, uh, this changed with Facebook's announcement in mid-2019 of its plans to create Libra or Libra, a combination of a private stable coin and a global economic payment framework. Facebook's initial proposal for the First global stable coin, and this is Libra 1.0, uh, met with considerable skepti- skepticism by policymakers around the globe. After an intense dialogue with regulatory authorities on April 16th of this year, the Libra Association uh, published a revamped Libra 2.0 stable coin proposal, uh, and this is from uh, the Libra Association 2020. You can read that mess if you want to, but here's where I'm going with this. I want to just tell you all that that I was reading about, which is from on their uh, particular website, and it's deep. There's a lot of things because it's, it's a global, it's an international uh, part of the banking system. And what I want you to understand is that along with pretty much all you are hearing about is everything from vaccine to mask to pandemic to numbers. Uh, that's, that's what you're hearing because the outlets that you look for information, that's what they're telling you. Uh, behind all of this is things like this, which is, and you heard me use the word cryptocurrency, is setting up. And people are getting used. A lot of you that are on Facebook probably have never heard of Libra 2.0. You don't know what that is. But as we see more of this digital commerce, everything from uh, debit cards to uh, wallets on your phone, and I had a little part on here I was going to read that was deeper into this. I'm not going to do it uh, for the sake of time. I'm telling you that we are approaching the return of Christ quicker than even the best Christian, and I don't believe that term, uh, but the most prepared, intentional Christian in this building today. You, we say it, I say it, and I preach it, but we don't realize it. So what, what God just reminded me of when I was reading this study, and see, I, I don't go to those, all those other places, I don't do it. And if you ask me what the governor said, and all I don't know because I don't listen to it. It's too wishy-washy. It changes every day with the wind. I don't listen to stuff. I, if I'm going to study to show myself approved, I go, to, I go to places where I know I can find out what's really happening, and it's, it's out here like the FBIC in the banking world. That's, that's the equivalent to what I'm speaking of today. So nothing religious or nothing political, or, although there are things in there that when you look at it through the eyes of the Scriptures and the Spirit, you see what's lining up and what's happening. So God said, I don't know that you need to wait 30 days to start fasting to January the 1st. I see this stuff happening all the time. I only share with you a fraction, and I mean a small fraction. Uh, I mean a very small fraction of, of just what I run across every week. And because it's technology and I have a knack for that, I, I like that and, I, you know, I use it while I'm here and then it's over with. I, I just, I, I stay away from it because we don't have enough time. And the Lord laid this on my heart yesterday. And so I shared at 915, what I'm going to ask you right now to do is between now and the end of the year is a day and a time. We're not talking about Daniel fast and all this stuff right now. A time when you wholeheartedly, with undivided attention and focus on the Lord Jesus Christ and seeking Him while He may be found and calling on Him while He is near. How God leads you and how you feel compelled, I'm asking you to join with me. And we're not going to have a schedule we fill out or any of that. We're just letting the Spirit handle all this. I'm asking you to fast because... We need to all hear what the Lord is saying and we don't need to be chasing rabbits. We don't need to be doing just good things. We need to be doing the God thing right now. We don't need to just do religious activities. Man, I want to know what God wants me to do right now while I have time because I'm telling you there's so much happening that you'll never hear about. You won't hear about it and, uh, because it's not welcome. And if it is, it's thrown in and it's misconstrued so many kind of ways And it's doctored up just right to to take you to the next step. So we need to pray, folks. We can't be passive. We can't walk around here with our heads in the sand. And we can't just wait on everybody else to tell us. And I'll say this, and I'm going to read some scripture to you. I shared earlier that, that we are going to have to make decisions, all of us, before the trumpet sounds. You're going to have to make a decision uh, over and over again. And if you are a bona fide saint of God, there will come a time, unless the Lord returns first, where you're going to have to make hard decisions. You're going to have to make, I'm not going into a list, I'm not going because you'll focus on that and and you'll get trapped with what I'm telling you. But I'm telling you out of love as the shepherd of this flock, And I have nothing to gain, I have nothing to lose, but I'm here to tell you that the closer we get to the return of the Lord, you've got to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. The more you get your head in the Word of God and hear what God is saying, and you get it out of the God of this world, the more you will be able to see above everybody and everything else what thus saith God. The Lord and what God is wanting to say right now is not welcome in the world. So don't look for stuff in a politically correct infused society where the devil owns all the airways. Don't look for the word of God there. You're not going to find it. You're going to find grooming and conditioning and and it's just going to be covered by lies. I, I, I did share again today. I said, you know what? Any, all the stuff that you are hearing now is, is people contradicting themselves over and over and over again, and it, it makes for late-night TV if they would write a script about it. People that say things, and, and I'm telling you, it's just beyond me. The world is supposed to be fooled by everything they're hearing the world is supposed to comply their mind their way of living their way of thinking and i'm not talking about being a renegade or rebellious What I am speaking of, we're the army of God. We're the bride of Christ. We've been a royal priesthood, a chosen generation that Jehovah God looked and he saw and he picked us out and he said, you are mine. They are not. They are not of this body, but you are. And we've got to act and think and we've got to live differently than anybody else, church. you got to do that. you got to. So, I haven't done a series in a long time, so I'm just encouraging you to fast with us. And in the month of January, when we are fasting, we're going to have in-person services like we are right now. We are. I mean, we have praise team practice on Wednesday night. But we're going to, as you see the day approaching... You see a lot of things, and you see a lot of things on the news, but you know what I see? I see the day approaching. I do. I believe this stuff. I know it's real. I know it's coming. I know it's always. I, I know it's been tested. I, I know all of these things because I love people, and I don't want anybody left. That's the only reason that I still look at, because I just want to warn you. I'm a watchman, and that's all I care about being right now. I'm not trying to be a hip preacher. I'm not trying to be a great motivational speaker. I just want to warn the sheep so the wolf don't get not a single one of you. So I want to go to Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 for just a few minutes and I want to read a scripture you're going to hear. You've already heard it this morning and excuse me I'm sorry but I want to just have you to look with me just for, just for a minute or two here at a series that we're starting today. His name shall be called, will be called. And then verse 6 of Isaiah's prophecy in chapter 9 says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I'm going to go back again. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful. Will you bow your heads with me? Father, I love you, and I thank you today. Hallelujah, I have the sweet word of God that's better than the best pillow for my head and my heart. And right now, Lord, I look to you. You are the author. You're the finisher of my faith. Help me to see today you are completing a work inside of me and all of us. And God, this is just part of the trip that you've so graciously allowed us to be on. So help us to hide the word right now in our heart so that we don't sin against you. And I'm asking you, Lord, that you would help me today to only say what you've ordained. And God, help us to hear. And I rebuke the devourer, anything he would do to try to get us to where we're focused on something else or we call somebody else to be distracted. In Jesus' name, amen. There's a man in the Bible that a lot of people know his story, but you might not remember how he got here. His name's Samson. And Samson was God's response and part of God's, the beginning part of God's uh, arm of deliverance for Israel after they had been uh, in the hands of the Philistines for 40 years and God heard their cry and God God said, I'm going to send a deliverer. I'm going to send somebody that's going to do something about this because I still love them. I still love them. They're still my people, and I'm going to do something. And so there was a, a man by the name of Manoah. And Manoah doesn't say his wife's name, but Manoah's wife was childless. She hadn't had any children. Don't even know if she had hope of having children. And one day the Bible says in the 13th chapter of Judges that, check this out, that an angel of the Lord, an angel of the Lord came to her and told her that she was going to give birth to a son and God went on to give him, uh, uh, God through the angel went on to give this lady, this mother-to-be, special instructions, and it was the Nazarite vow, and that is you can't have strong drink, you can't, you know, touch anything dead, you can't cut your hair. You know about that about Samson. Well, she ran and told her husband about this, this uh, exchange, and then when she went to her husband, uh, he wanted to hear it himself, and I'm paraphrasing for sake of time. You can read the whole account in the 13th chapter And so her husband went, immediately started praying to God, said, hey, Lord, please, I I need you to visit us. Let us know. I want to hear from you. How do we raise this child? What do we do? And so the angel appeared again. Ladies, check this out. The man prayed, but you know where God appeared again? Back to the woman. And so she ran and told her husband, said, he's here, he's here, he's here. So he ran. He ran to where the angel of the Lord was. And when he was there, you only have one passage of Scripture, but I'm going to read verse 17, and then we're going to show you verse 18 too. It just says, Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name, that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, and this is verse 18 of Judges chapter 13, and I'm reading out the New King James, but I'm going to tell you what King James said. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? And the King James reads, Why, why, why do you ask my name? Uh, it is secret. And the Hebrew word for the word secret is the same form of the word that you're used to hearing for the word wonderful. In fact, it's the same uh, form of that word that's used in the Bible. That's why the New King James uses the word wonderful because I, if I say secret, what are you thinking? Well, you ain't supposed to tell nobody it's a secret. But And there's a small bit of truth some people believe to that. But he said his name is wonderful. And we know that through Isaiah's prophecy that when this child was born and he was given to the earth, As you've already seen today, as a baby in a manger, one of the names he would be called would be wonderful. The Bible uh, tells us that not only is he wonderful, but he's mighty, he's wise, he's a counselor. And we can go through a long, long list right now of just all the names and what he was. But one thing that people forget about at Christmas, unless you're watching the movie... It's a wonderful life. You don't really think of Jesus in terms of being wonderful. And how many of you know this morning? He's nothing shy or short of wonderful. I do. Oh, hallelujah. In fact, I know the movie talks about it's a wonderful life, but I think... One thing that we ought to reinstate today and we ought to make it our covenant to one another but more so together to God that when somebody asks you how's your day going right now you need to change the way you think because we talked about Romans 12.2 last week you got to renew your mind in order to be transformed and so this is what we need to do this Christmas this year when somebody says how's it going you need to say oh it's wonderful somebody says well didn't you get a bad report what was the report at the doctor I thought somebody told me they said your cancer's back you need to say oh no but it's wonderful when somebody says but listen isn't your job about to be cut out because of the pandemic Uh, What are you going to do? Are y'all going to be okay? Are you going to be, you're going to say, I'm going to be just wonderful because what you are saying to the public when you say it's wonderful, you're telling them it doesn't matter what the outside circumstances look like. My life is all about Jesus and Jesus is wonderful because Jesus makes everything fine. He does. And everybody thinks that you know we're waiting on news we're waiting on news all the time and i try to be so i try to be so delicate when i talk but the passion of the lord jeremiah said it's like a fire shut up in my bones and it's a fire burning in my bones I'm not scared, I'm not worried about closures, I'm not worried about rules and regulations I'm not worried about getting locked up, I'm not worried about them killing the power on the church, you've heard all these kinds of things, I'm not worried about what I'm worried about is making sure that nothing influences me but this book right here called The Word of God and I tell you about this wonderful man jesus he's gonna be faithful right now just like he was a year ago like he was two thousand years ago and like he's gonna be when he steps out on the clouds and calls you home i hope and pray it's all gonna be wonderful church if you'll just let god be true and every man a liar it's gonna be wonderful i'm telling you because his name is wonderful he is the mighty king how many of you know he's the master of everything I do. His name is wonderful and he's Jesus, my Lord. Listen to what Paul had to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. He says, "For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified the day one more Sunday I'm going to tell you I am determined to not know anything but this wonderful life called Jesus Christ and him crucified if you're looking to to me to ask me what do I think about what you heard or what somebody said or what another church or another state's doing I'm going to tell you honey I don't know anything but Jesus Christ and it's a wonderful thing to know Jesus Christ about right now because he's the only shelter in the middle of this storm do you know that to be the truth this morning i do i do john chapter 17 just breaks it down so easy for me he says this right here and this is life eternal this is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true god and jesus christ whom thou hast sent in church i am telling you people are doing all ALL THEY CAN DO, WE ARE ALL DOING all we can do to go through the motions that it is Christmas right now and this is that time of year and when we're supposed to be all into everything that's going on and I have no problem with celebrating but it's real right now church it's not just lights and camera and action and gifts and food and playing and having a good time and singing 60 year old songs it's real as it's ever been and we the body of Christ have got to know that Jesus is the only thing that this world needs to hear coming out of our mouths right now he does he needs to be in my mouth he's the only true God Jesus Christ was sent by God and when he came he did what he was supposed to do and he went away and now he's left us he sent you here today he sent us on this earth as such a time, as we're seeing right now, we are here not to cower down and feel victimized and feel hopeless and helpless. My goodness, church, you ought to say it's wonderful. Every time you see somebody that's crying or upset or they're set aside, you ought to tell them how wonderful things really are because if it wasn't for Jesus, it would look like hell for everybody. But praise be to God. His name is wonderful this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. I'm tired of hearing about all of it. I'm tired of hearing about all of it. And if I got into it, people would get upset. If you start talking about all the things, because everybody is an expert. Have y'all ever, have y'all ran into that in the past eight months? Everybody's the, everybody is an expert off of their version of, news and information they're an expert no research but everybody's a self-made expert on the whole thing and i just got a great feeling that satan is sitting back laughing at how foolish people that claim to be led by the spirit of god really are and so that bothers me because i have no use for him whatsoever in case you didn't know and i want to tell you today That's why I have to fast. That's why I've got to pray more. I can't wait. Do you think think we have 30 days? We can just kind of set this to the side and get religious and real spiritual then after all the jolly old Saint Nick time and all this stuff is gone? The first time Jesus came, they said, no, that ain't him. He's not going to do it that way. It's not going to look like that. And it was a busy time. You know, the census was going on. Busy time very busy time but he came and he was really here he really did what he said he was going to do and the whole time he was here the whole time many people said that he was not who he said he was when he returns and he steps out on the clouds and he calls for us to come home many people will say it's not him that's not it that's just somebody being real fanatic that's just a church over there that's just lost their way they've gotten they've gotten so uh into the virus it's messed their mind up they've got into that and now they're hallucinating they they think that the there's a perfect explanation for all of it and i've got to warn you church i i can't teach you how to be wise Nobody can teach you how to be wise. But you can read God's word and you can draw strength and wisdom from it. And you can pray to God for wisdom because he said if any man lack wisdom, all you got to do is ask God and he gives it liberally. Quit asking God for planes, trains, and automobiles and everything else under the sun this year and ask God to give you a good old dose of wisdom with a little touch of Holy Ghost mixed in with it. Do that. I think we probably just ought to get you to stand at this point. Amen. And I want to do something today. I want you to make your mind up. You see that COVID, it has a gradual effect. on not Oh, stand up. <laughs> I'm joking. I want to tell you something. I love you enough this morning to tell you about somebody that was heavy on my mind about a week ago that their their heart i I, I didn't know you know there's been a lot of people I, I'm just let me say that because. You see, I had the privilege of being raised in a a God-fearing home where, you know, we never... There's one thing we never had to think about or vote or decide on if we were going to go to church or not or if we were going to be a Christian family or not. If you was going to eat and live and sleep in that house... You either were or you're going to be a good faker until it was time to move out. And I thank God for every second of the way I was raised. And I understand that everybody that attends this church was not raised the same way that I was raised. And I don't force anything. But as equal as I don't force anything on anybody, I will not withhold any good thing from you neither. I won't. And I want to tell you today that we can start by making our mind up, number one, that we're going to start giving God the glory due His name. And instead of everybody bad-mouthing what's going on and how bad it is, you need to start telling everybody when you leave this building just how wonderful it is. Because here's the deal. If Jesus lives inside of you, I don't, I don't mean that you have a knowledge of Him, but if Jesus Christ lives inside of you, then listen, you've got that wonderful Savior inside of you and that ought to be your response how are you doing today oh i'm doing wonderful amen because that same we just did it that same power that raised him up from the grave is living inside of you every one of you there that god's no respect a person that same power that raised Jesus up from the grave is living inside of you why would you not tell this world that he's wonderful why would you not tell everybody that's so shook up and dismayed by what they're hearing oh but I've got to tell you different. I know what you heard the governor say or what your plant said or what they said new numbers are and all that but i got to tell you about something wonderful and his name is jesus because if you will turn your eyes on jesus and look full in his wonderful beautiful glorious holiest face then the things of this world will really grow strangely dim and why is it saying strangely dim in the song it's because it's strange to the world while things don't why things don't affect you but that jesus does so let's do this today we're going to pray We're going to ask the Lord to help us, first of all, let Him be the wonderful Savior in our lives that He came to be. He didn't come just to be a baby in a manger for us to do cute stuff with and sing nice Christmas songs about. But He came so He could be wonderful to this world and He could be wonderful in your life. And I'm telling you, He's wonderful in my life. He's wondering, without Jesus right now, I would be a wreck. And this is what I wanted to tell you while I go. And God just somehow or another reminded me through the Spirit. I was told last night by Angie, yes, and I didn't know this. I, I've had a suspicion, but do you know that more people have died in one month I believe in our country, and I might have this, over suicide than everybody that's died because of the virus, whether it was labeled correctly or incorrectly. Folks, do you understand why the world needs to hear about a wonderful Jesus right now? They're hearing about a a, a killer to some, and it's wreaked havoc, and it's messed up lives. It's closed people's livelihood. down. It's done all kinds of things and there is more fluff to it, and I'll say this, and I don't care, because I, I do my homework. I ain't getting up here and letting you call me out making a fool out of me. I, I, I ain't coming up here and just telling you anything. But there's more, listen to me, there's more fluff than there is fact to this. And I base that on what our lovely networks have said way back when. They contradicted themselves too many times. Now, what you say then... If that's true, it has to apply now. And all of you in here, I don't care how you feel, you know that that ain't been the case. It changes like the wind. Well, it didn't mean that. It depends on who they're trying to attack or who they're trying to build up or what they're trying to sell or what platform that's what it all boils down to. And this is just a vehicle to drive, to manipulate, to get to the destination you're not being told about. So that's why I, I saw my chest and now I get to tell you this. So You've got this wonderful Savior inside of you that people that's on the verge of taking their own life, they need to hear about Him. You don't need to tell them what the new mass mandate is. You don't need to tell them what the new occupancy rate is. Man, you need to tell everybody around you about Jesus because you don't know if you'll ever see Him again. Last I checked, people don't go out and buy an ad on Facebook or a billboard on the highway and say, I'm about to take my life. They do it and then everybody, oh my word, I just talked to him yesterday. It's time for the church. you got to clear your throat. you got to tighten your boots up, and I do too. We've got to be the church, friend. You know you're the only answer, amen? You know the only answer. So I want you to bow your head. Father, we love you today. We come before you, Lord, because you are wonderful. If you were not wonderful, God, Lord, we would be lost. We would be in a bad way. But I thank my God today, I'm not just the servant of some measly old political figure or a king of this earth, but hallelujah. Praise be to your name. God, this wonderful Savior Jesus lives inside of me. And God, and I pray right now in the name of Jesus. God for every person in this building people that may be listening or watching God I pray that we would realize today is the day of salvation we've got to make our calling and election sure we've got to change our habit we've got to change our way of thinking we've got to get real we've got to get right we've got to search our souls we've got to pray without ceasing we've got to be students of the word we've got to be led by the spirit God and we've got to focus on you and this lost and dying world because Satan is having a heyday Lord and I pray God anybody that's not every every head bowed everywhere if you are not a believer in the name of Jesus listen to me Jesus died he came down here that son came down here was given to us so you can have eternal life and God wants you to have eternal life it's not God's will that you should die and be lost to a devil's hell no reason at all why anybody should go to hell that's listening to me right now. You can't just say a little prayer and go on about your merry way. But you've got to realize that you are on a road that's destined for hell unless he's a life preserver, he's a life Guard that you reach up to because you're drowning I don't care how much money you have Or how broke you are Or how famous you are Or nobody knows you Or how many physical ailments Or what happened to you in your childhood Listen to me Everybody that's not redeemed by the blood of the Lamb Will go to hell So you have to have a relationship with Jesus That says Lord I don't want me no more I don't want this world anymore. It's crumbs. It's dung. I want you and what you did at Calvary so I could have abundant life now and eternal life forever. Forgive me of my sins. If you mean that and you pray that and if you're in this building or anywhere and you are not sure where you are, you definitely need to pray. Unless you can say, I know my Redeemer lives and I'm on my way to glory. You need to pray that prayer. David said, search me, Lord. Just search me. I want you to reveal. If there's a crumb in there that's not of you, God, reveal it. I want it out in the open and I want to know, hallelujah, that my sins are under the blood. Father, I pray for this church today. I pray, God, that we would begin to think like warriors of the cross. Hallelujah, like a mighty army, Lord, we would begin to meditate. God, that we would would think about what is happening in this world and quit watching it happen, Lord, and jump in this fight, Lord. We've got to get our minds and our bodies into this war, Lord, instead of sitting watching it and just throwing our two cents in. God, we are children of the day. Hallelujah. We are salt. We are light. God, help us to let the world know it's really wonderful. And I pray, God, for every person here, God, listening, Lord, that you would bless them. Hold one second, please. I pray that you would bless them. I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord. That term has been abused in so many ways, but God, I pray for these people right now that you would bless them and keep them, Lord. I do. Pray, I pray, God, fervently, you would bless them and you would keep them. Lord, that you would make your face shine upon them and be gracious to them, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would lift up your countenance upon them in the name of Jesus, I pray this, God. And I pray we would radiate that countenance, Lord. And I pray you give them peace. Hallelujah. That peace that passes understanding. And let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Amen.